This is Let's Talk to Lucy, starring Lucille Ball. A very warm welcome to you all. I'm Gary Morton, and now, let's talk to Lucy. Hi, this is Lucy, and again today, my guest is Lorne Green, who's the big daddy on Bonanza. Lorne has uh, told us about his early life, and that he was born in Ottawa, Canada, and, and his... Uh, first few years in the university and how he got into New York and how he got into show business and a little bit of this and a little bit of that uh, uh, was included yesterday. But I'm going to back up a little bit now. Lorne, hi, and thanks for coming again today. Thank you. Uh, I neglected to ask you. I got so interested when you first started the other day. Are you married? Yep. Mm -hmm. And your wife's name is? Is Nancy. And do you have any children? Yes, I have two children. What ages? They are 20 and a half. Twenty and a half? Mm -hmm. What, both of them? Both of them. Well, actually, How one of How do you manage them, that? Well, one of them is 21 minutes older than the other one. Oh, you have twins? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. uh, boys? A uh, boy and a girl. And where are they now? Well, my, uh, my daughter's up in, uh, at the University of Toronto. She's getting married in June. And uh, my son is at uh, MIT in Boston. He's going to be a big flaming engineer. Oh, for heaven's sake. Yeah. What a beautiful family, a yeah. boy and a girl. Yeah, great kids, too. Kids, they're grown-up adults is what they are. And they... Are they anything like you? Uh, I think my daughter's a very talented um, director. In really? Theater. Really, really, really. A talented director. She's a beautiful gal. She looks very much like a, uh, a very lovely Elizabeth Taylor. Has that, wow. that, that type, she's, you know, very, uh, an olive complexion and black eyes and black hair hmm. and very lovely looking and uh, very interested in theater on a, on a non-professional level and uh, has done a tremendous amount of theatrical work like it uh, in, in school. But she doesn't want to pursue no. that. She's going to get married. She's going to get married. Where is she going to live, do you think? She's going to live in Los Angeles, I know. Hmm. Yeah, they're moving out here. And... My son, uh, he, has, uh, he has one saying, he's one actor in the family, he's quite sufficient. <laughs> but uh, he, he's a beautiful writer. He writes the most magnificent letters, funny, sort of Art Buchwald type of letters. You know, I was, uh, which ain't bad. Which ain't bad, no. <laughs> he was, uh, the kids were over in Switzerland at school for a year. And uh, I didn't get too many letters from them. I got, you know, uh -huh. the normal quota of letters that parents get from children when they're away. Huh. Every, oh, every month, every six weeks, I'd get a long 9, 10, 11-page letter from, from Chuck, in which, uh, which was among the funniest things I'd ever read. You know, and you the saved them? Oh, yes, oh, yes. <laughs> Adventures, you know. Uh-huh. His first time in Paris, which was really something. At what age? <laughs> well, he was uh, uh, 18, 18 and a half. Was that their first time away from home at school at that age? Uh, yeah. 17 just, just or 18? Yeah, yeah. And uh, uh, they, they had a marvelous time. Magnificent. Which school in Switzerland do you They went to a school at uh, Neuchâtel. Uh-huh. And they both got scholarships out of there, and then they went on to university. You know. Isn't that great? Yeah, yeah, great kids. Very proud of them, as you can tell. Yes, indeed. Uh, Have you seen a lot of them in their life? I've seen quite a bit of them. And uh, now we're sort of in different parts of the world. One is in Canada, and one is on the West Coast, and one is on the East Coast. But they're nicely equipped to run their own lives. That's the important thing. Yes, they thing. are. Yes, they, uh, they, <laughs> they have a mind of their own, each, and uh, they use it. And they have had a chance to compare young people uh, of all nationalities, much more than most people of their age. I think going to Europe was a tremendous uh, plus for them. 
I, I wanted them to be in Europe because I wanted them to know that there were other people in the world. Uh-huh. And, and scholastic people that had to be get along with, too. Scholastically, the schools are very good over there in Switzerland. Oh, yes, excellent. Uh-huh. Excellent. I've, I'm talking to my children, who are now just uh, 12 and 13 and a half, uh, you know, just talking it up a little mm -hmm. bit so that they can get interested in it right at this point. They don't want to hear about going away from home, but I know it'll change in a couple of well, years. Well, of course it will. In about three or four years, they'll, they'll say, gee, could, could, can I go here or can I go there? Yeah. I, I think living in, in another country, mm -hmm. going to school in another country is so valuable, if it's possible for a, for a, a, young, a young person to do that, because they get to know that there are other people in the world, that those people have a point of view, which is not necessarily your point of view, and that they have a point of view which is you must uh, respect, and it has value, mm -hmm. as much value, as much merit as your own. Of course. You know, and that just because people have different points of view does not mean that they cannot get along. And I think they learned in Europe that it is not only possible to get along with other people, but they must get along with other people. I would sure love to talk to your son and your daughter individually um, about what they think of the young people of today and why some of them are in well, such trouble. Well, when they're trouble. out here, perhaps we can get together. I sure would love to, because they sound level-headed and wonderful and have traveled enough to make comparisons. Um, where do you live, Lorne? Well, right now I'm living in Sherman Oaks, of which I am the honorary mayor. Yeah. Yeah, how about that? As a matter of fact, you know what I did the other day? <clears throat> I, I live in Sherman Oaks. That's in San Fernando Valley, folks. Yes, it is. And uh, little Joe, Mike Landon, yes. lives in Encino. Who's adorable. Oh, lovely guy. You know, we honorary mayors, we're not elected, we're selected. Yes, I know. So he was selected to be the mayor, honorary mayor of Encino. Yes. So they invited me to come over and install him. <laughs> and I did. I installed him well and truly. <laughs> so he'll never get out. <laughs> He's really installed. <laughs> what are your duties, if any? Well, the duties of an honorary mayor are to do public appearances for free. Which you do so well. Uh, actually, I think that every, 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 not only every actor, every person should participate in community affairs as much as possible, if you're living in a community, to participate, to take part in, in and to have an interest in the community in which you Have live. an interest, that's the important yeah. thing, that's for sure. Uh, I understand you've been buying some land, a few acres in another area, and it is Mandeville Canyon? Yes. I want to, uh, I want to ask uh, why. Uh, what about the Ponderosa? <laughs> well, hon, I, I can't, I, there isn't that much time to get up to that part of the country, and I want What is it, actually? Where is the Ponderosa? Ponderosa? Ponderosa country, mythically, is north shore of Lake Tahoe. Why do you say mythically? I've seen a sign, but I never knew exactly where I was. Well, uh, Is it the sign only from your show? It's a sign on our show, yeah. Is that so? I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. There are Ponderosa pines, of course, up there, and uh -huh. the ranch was named after the ponderosa pine trees, which uh -huh. grow up in that part of the country. They also ponderosa pine also grow in uh, Arizona. Mm -hmm. in near, Arizona. This is near Lake Tahoe. On the north, north Shore. North Lake, Shore. Of Lake Tahoe. Uh -huh. yeah, that's where we do a great deal of our location shooting. Yes. Do you own uh, something up there? No. No, I don't. I own some property in other parts of California. How could you resist the ponderosa area? Well, let's let's put it this way. When we first started shooting up there, I couldn't afford it. Uh -huh. And now that I can, 
other people got there before ah. me. <laughs> yes, I know what you mean. You made it very valuable and talked about lots of old publicity, and now yeah. you don't no, have a chance I, I, I to I can't afford to buy an acre of land up there. Yeah. But it's beautiful country. It sure is. And, uh, if I, you can I live through those there. winters. Yes, oh, those winters are something. Well, of course, the Donna Pass Party, one of the famous I stories I know that story well. Yeah, well. They couldn't get through. And I just recently was flooded out of Squaw Valley. Were you in Squaw Valley yeah, when that happened? and Reno. Oh, and yes. uh, I tell you, that Donner Pass is not to be uh, joked about. No, no, it isn't. It's, How uh, people ever crossed that section without roads and in covered wagons, oh, my, it's just a fabulous story. Yeah. Our time is up again today, Lauren. Oh, no. Please, uh, now, please, tomorrow. Yeah. Okay, thank you very much. I have been talking to Lauren Green, and I'm going to be talking to Lauren again tomorrow. Please be with us. Bye for now. Hi, this is Lucy. For the past couple of days, I have been talking to Mr. Lauren Green. We have discussed his role of Ben Cartwright in Bonanza, the influence of his relationship with his own father in developing the character, his early days of radio in Canada, and many other facets of his personal life and of his career. But today, we are going to discuss Lorne Green's greatest interest at the moment, his newest career, recording. Lorne, thank mm. you for coming back again today. Thank you. Uh, why the great interest in singing, and where did it start? You know, uh, for some few years, I got along very well in life without singing, except for my own amusement or amazement. Yes, in, in, in the in, shower. In the shower. I can't even do that. <laughs> <laughs> then, about a year and a half ago, a man by the name of Steve Scholes, who's head of A&R for uh, RCA Victor, mm -hmm. came to me and said, Lorne, uh, I'd like you to sing for, uh, for us. I thought, first I thought he was kidding. Mm -hmm. And then I thought, I saw that he was really serious. We discussed it, and I said, all right, you know, what the heck. It should be fun. And it was, and it is so much fun that uh, I think half my thinking time is, is in terms of now, what, what am I going to do with my next album, you know? Well, do, you, do you practice? Do you have a teacher? Well, just before my, uh, my last album, I decided that I really, since RCA was really serious about it, I should become really serious about it, uh -huh. and I did, and I began taking singing lessons. Uh -huh. And I, just before the last album, I had time for about a dozen lessons. Did they help or hinder? Oh, they did it helped. throw you off the track? No, they helped. Uh, Heretofore, you were just doing what came naturally. Heretofore, what came what came naturally, but I was also doing something which was unnatural. In order to hold a note, you know, ah, uh -huh. uh, I thought that singing was like speech. You spoke at the front of the mouth. But singing, of course, you sing back in the throat. Yes. So when I, when I hit a note to hold it, and I pushed it as far forward as possible, it hit the heart palate, and I got the rudest kind of bleating sound, and I didn't know how to get rid of it, you know, <laughs> simply because I didn't know what, what I was doing. And this teacher put me straight in a great hurry. In the very first lesson, he says, I'm going to tell you what you're doing wrong. And I was so surprised and shocked and pleased that I was going to a man who really knew. And uh, I've been studying with him. It's, it's made a remarkable difference to my ear. I don't know if anybody else hears the difference, but I certainly do. Uh -huh. And I'm having a ball. And it's like a, 
It's like uh, I'm like a young kid starting out in something new. You're not learning how to breathe for the first time. Most of us have to learn how to breathe, but you are very good at that. I can tell by the way yeah, you speak. Yeah, I've been I've been breathing for some time. <laughs> <laughs> the correct way of breathing. I had a man in New York who tried valiantly to teach me a few songs for Wildcat, and he spoke also of of just what you mentioned about getting it from back of the throat rather yeah. than up front. And he suggested that I hang on to the bottom of a, of a large baby grand piano one day. And I hung on too tightly. And I, I tried to hit a note, and they had to pick me up off the floor. I, I, I didn't straighten up for three days. I got, uh, uh, I tell you, <laughs> I took him too literally. Now, you're, you mentioned that you have a, a, a new record, and I suppose that is The Man. That's the name of the album, and there is a song on that album called The Man. As a matter of fact, we called the album after the song. Uh, I, wrote, I, I said to a writer of songs one day, I said, write me a song about my father. And he said, what? I said, write me a song about my father. And he said, oh, boy. Did he know your father? No. I just, I just met the man last year. Mm -hmm. And uh, he said, well, what... What do you mean? I said, well, I said, I want a song about a man who, who, who was a good listener, a man who could, who could direct your thinking and your way of thinking in your life and the way you feel and in, a, in, in the proper direction. And off the top of my head, uh, I, I came out with a phrase which he, which he remembered. And he said, he had, my father had, he had shoulders big enough to cry on. And he remembered that, and he put it into the song, and he did write a song about my father, but except it wasn't about my father. It was about the father of us all, about the Lord. And it's called The Man, and you can talk to the man. He's got shoulders big enough to cry on. What a line. Yeah. yeah. I would love to hear The Man. Um, could we take time out to listen to it now, Lorne? I'd love you to. Thank you. The Man, by Lauren Green. Yes, you can talk to the man. He's got time. He'll understand. He's got shoulders big enough to cry. And take your time He's in no hurry He doesn't mind It matters not How bad you've been You can talk To the man If your troubles Seem too great his back is strong, he'll gladly take the weight of your cares. He's used to that. Perhaps you've met him, but let him down. Don't be ashamed, come back around. Cause you're always 
That sounds like another hit for you, Lorne. That is just wonderful. I adore it. And you're a fine singer. Thank you. And that's a wonderful, wonderful record. Thank you, Lucy. Your image in this country is of such importance. It's so wonderful. And I think and have thought for some time that one of the biggest reasons that Bonanza is the great hit that it is, and rightly so, is because of your father image. You're such a great father image. And, oh, don't tell me that that's not what the kids in this generation are looking for, because I just think it is the answer to so many things. Thank you so much, Lauren Green. It's been so nice talking with you these past few days. God bless, and I'll see you soon again, I hope. Thank you so much, Lucy. I can't tell you what a pleasure it's been here to, to have been with you. And uh, you, you make it all so, so easy. Thank and you. And I can't, I can't thank you enough for that. Thank you, dear. Bye for now. Are you loving Let's Talk to Lucy? Then you have a real treat in store for you. A new episode is being released every week on the SXM app and wherever you listen to podcasts.